0: Is up, everybody? How you doing? How are you a living? Justin Treece, Austin Cunningham, coming to you to preview week 14 of the NFL season. Overall season bets, clearly in favor of Trees. I wasn't able to catch up last week, only in the player prop bets, which is what matters to me because the overall spread. It's looking a little tough, but hopefully I can do some more catching up this week. Before we get into the actual episode, though, we need to say a huge congratulations to Justin Trees and the Utah Utes. Pac-12 winners for the first time, I believe, correct, and have booked themselves a trip to the Rose Bowl. An exciting opportunity. Going to be a big game. Trees, you told me before we hopped on, you're actually going to go to the game. But before that, I also just want to know, how was it being there in Las Vegas, experiencing the win? and watching your team completely dominate Oregon for the second time in one season.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, That's kind of the only way to describe it. Uh, The stadium was amazing. So that is my 11th NFL stadium I've been to. And by far the, by far the best I've ever been to. Um, It was absolutely fantastic. Food was fantastic. Drinks were fantastic. Seats were great. It just, everything just felt great about it. Um, but yeah we kicked the shit out of Oregon um that's what it that's what it comes down to like that shit was that shit was more of a blowout than it was at Rice-Eccles Stadium like yeah. we had that shit locked like it just felt different we went down and scored on our opening drive went for it on fourth down at midfield to start the game like that's when we already we knew like it was just like shit they they still can't handle our toughness like they're still not tough enough like that drive like we're just like okay we're good like that was our word going into it It was like shit are they gonna now be ready for what we what we can do by pushing them around they weren't um you know and it just came down to like now it's at the point where Oregon's head coach was so scared of Kyle Whittingham and and new USC coach in Lincoln Riley that he was just Mm -hmm. like fuck it (laughs) I'll go to the I'll go to the SEC. All I have to do <laughs> is with Debo Sweeney there. Like that's all I got to deal with there. I'll, I'd rather do that than uh, be in third place all the time over here. So yep. um, that's just what it came down to. But yeah, it was a fantastic weekend there. Um, even tweeted this out, but I'll say it here too. Got a little too drunk after the game. Um, End up getting Utah tattoos. It's like it's no big deal. It's fine. Wait, um, what? Yeah, yeah. We all went. And got Utah tattoos on my leg yeah whip it out oh this is great this is great podcasting because it, it, a- it is because nobody can see it really
0: is <laughs> oh that's a thigh tattoo he's dropped the pants ladies and gentlemen
1: <laughs> i tattoo and all and you want to know what left just enough room to do no i'm not gonna say it yet because i'm not gonna yep. jinx anything don't so don't yep so um but yeah it was fantastic great weekend Hung out with my boys all weekend. It's always a good time. And we can't wait for the Rose Bowl. That's what it comes Hell down yeah. to. We're ready. We are, we are so ready for Ohio State. Seven-point underdog to start off. That Just the disrespect continues, <laughs> and it's totally fine. Nobody wants to hear it. But if this was an eight-team playoff right now and we were in it, nobody would want to face us. Literally I completely Nobody, agree with nobody you. in the completely.
0: country. Yep. Nobody. I was talking about it earlier today with our guy Melo. and it was like, hey, you know, what if they just did a twelve-team playoff? Because right now in that matchup, the way I had it set out, I was like, the first two teams, Alabama, Michigan, clearly get a bye. Then it becomes like a ten-team playoff in that first round, and you would get a Cincinnati versus a Utah. And I was like, I think Utah would win that football game. Like I think they would be more physical.
1: We would we would win that game by double digits.
0: It's hard to put that past you. I don't. I don't know because like the style of game for Cincinnati, it's it's whatever. Like Utah, I would pick Utah to win that football game. But like now that you're going to be playing Ohio state, I legitimately think you guys are going to bully them around offensively as well. Just like you did Oregon and just just like like Michigan. Michigan. Exactly. 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 And so it's kind of one of these deals where you sit here and you look at it and go, Utah has a real opportunity to make some noise and really put their name on the map, like again, of like, yeah, we're here, we're for real, and we're not just we're not a one and done Pac-12 championship type of season here. We're team, we're you know, university. I'm excited for you
1: guys, man. So we, uh, and I can't remember all the other teams, but there's only like four, five teams that have ever won a Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, and Rose Bowl, and Utah has a chance to do that.
0: So, we brought, do you Sugar think your Bulls, defense the shit out of Alabama? My only there question: goes. Can your defense, the Utah Utes defense, handle CJ Stroud and that passing attack that they have with those three receivers?
1: It, it's going to be tough. It's going to be, but our, our pass rush has gotten way better. Um, I truly believe Devin Lloyd can cover that middle of the field section. Devin Lloyd is, and I don't—he's obviously not going to be pick one, but I truly believe he is a top three player in this draft. Like a overall talent wise, he's a stud. Um and he's going to the senior bowl. And he's going, I know. I'm so like it it makes me want to like start a chat with me, you, Matt, and Mel and be like, hey, what does it cost to like room up with you guys? Because like I truly like that's one that I wouldn't want to miss. Um, <laughs> but um, so. Yeah, I mean it's gonna to be tough, obviously. Like that, that's a that's a huge concern. I'm I'm not saying this is gonna be an easy matchup. The Ohio State was the one team that I was like, shit, like that's the that's <laughs> the one Big Ten team that could that could beat us, you know. So yeah. um, but I think that we can I think we can, you know, push him around from the offensive side and we'll see. It's also the Chris Olave kind of bowl in a sense. So he was it was down to Utah and Ohio State when he was coming out of high school. Oh wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Is he from Utah? Yeah. No. So uh can't remember the other quarterback's name. So his, his high school quarterback came to Utah um, ended up transferring. He's in Indiana now. Tut, I can't even remember his name. It's been so long now. Like, but he was like a prize possession for us. And then like didn't even do anything and ended up transferring. Lovely. Um, yeah. Lovely. Right. Um, you guys know how that is with, with Texas quarterbacks, how that, that shit. Just, oh. It's And I'm, that's not a dig. Like it, it's weird. Yeah. Just how that happens. Right. I mean, like, Cam Rising, right? Cam Rising was a big deal at at, at Texas at one point, and now he's leading the youths to the Rose Bowl. So um, good for him. Anyway, so he was like, "Hey, come come to Utah with me." And then obviously he can't say no to Ohio State. You just can't. Yeah. So I, I get it. But like, there's that for us fans, we we kind of remember because like Olave was would have been like one of the best recruits ever to ever come to Utah. Like, and we were down to the final two, and chose Ohio State and now we get a chance to face him um but yeah him and Wilson scare the shit out of me not gonna lie (laughs) um they do like they're they're so talented so anyways it's gonna be fun um three three weeks just over three weeks away and I literally just cannot wait
0: I'm happy for you you guys deserve it thanks so that's your college team we're happy for an NFL team Not looking so hot, but let's transition to the NFL here. Our first matchup that we're going to go over is the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Minnesota to face the Vikings. Uh, Thursday night, Minnesota is favored by three. I'm actually going to take that, but I don't feel comfortable with it. And the reason I am taking Minnesota, though, is because the seat for Zimmer is burning hot right now. It is on fire. He can't feel his ass cheeks. They're gone. It's toast. Swamp ass is a real deal. And he is dealing with every single bit of it because if he loses this game, I think he's fired by the time they start preparing for next week. And Pittsburgh, I know I said it last week, but you got a good one. You got a big win against Baltimore, against Lamar Jackson. But I think at some point things are going to start falling apart for Big Ben. I think last week might have been his last best game that we're going to see out of him. So I am going to take Minnesota tonight favored by
1: three gonna take okay yeah I, I actually yep i agree i'm gonna take i'm gonna take pittsburgh i mean the big question right now is does dalvin cook play it actually sounds like he might play after mm-hmm. just one week missed which is crazy um but this has happened before with dalvin cook and then he comes in and then he they literally split the workload 50 50 so one super hard for anybody in fantasy if you're counting on dalvin cook or madison this week um what to do honestly my gut actually tells me madison um if cook is active he'll he'll get some looks but i still think dalvin cook is going or i mean madison is going to be the one with some goal line touches there so um and no Thielen. um i gotta take i gotta take the Steelers as well so give me pittsburgh at plus three
0: so, you're taking Pittsburgh. I'm taking sorry, I'm Sorry, I,
1: sorry. I said yeah. as well. I did not mean as well. I'm also not – I don't even know why I said also or as. It's just completely wrong. It's all right. I'm taking – You weren't listening to, to me. Oh, I was listening. Uh, but I'm also going to take them. I just said also, again, we're good. Ravens at Browns. This is the weird one to me. Why like the Browns being favored? Because I get it. They're at the home team, so I understand that. But – Baltimore just beat them two weeks ago. They did lose Humphrey, which is a huge, which is a huge loss for them. But I mean, yep. like they don't have any dynamic guys anyways. I think it's because so, Nick Chubb so and Kareem Hunt are so
0: this like fully back or at least Nick Chubb is.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I know yeah. Kareem Hunt's
0: still kind of questionable, but I think that's it. And when you're looking at the Ravens, it's more Jackson's not been playing well the last couple of weeks. I mean, last time they played, it was he had
1: four interceptions. Totally. For sure. For sure. Um, I just have a hard time kicking Cleveland right now. And it looks like you're going to, but I, I'm going to take Baltimore. I, I like Baltimore at plus two and a half. Like I just think that the Ravens are going to find ways a way to win this game. Like is going to continue to do a, a fantastic job of coaching with all these injuries. And just like, yeah, give give me the Ravens. Yep.
0: Yeah. I don't blame you. It's it's a tough decision between these the first two matchups that we go over, but this next one, I don't think it's gonna be that tough of a decision. Tennessee is favored by eight and a half. I don't really like that. It's eight and a half. So I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover, but I'm taking Tennessee to win the football game.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm not. And I know the nine and a half scares, or sorry, it's eight and a half now. Sorry. It was nine and a half earlier today. Um, The eight and a half. I mean, it's the same thing for me. as what I talked about um, earlier, but yeah. Give me the, give me the Titans. The Jags are just a mess right now. Like, Urban needs to go away in the worst of ways. Um, So just, (laughs) just give me, just give me the Titans. I think they blow this thing open in the fourth quarter. Are you done? Are
0: you wanting a one and done season?
1: Oh, I'm wanting a three quarters of a season and done. Um, I, I, he just, he, he's just so bad. Like they benched, (laughs) they benched James Robinson last week for fumbling and then they didn't do the same thing for Carlos Hyde. And it's just like, it's just a mess and he can't explain like why he's like, I'm not in the charge of like, who's going in and out. Like I'm letting the, like the running back coach and the offensive coordinator, like handle that type of stuff. I don't want to micromanage where I'm like, at some point, dude, you got to fucking micromanage. Like your, your team is getting their, your ass kicked and they're not playing the best player on the team besides yeah. Trevor Lawrence. So like, just like do what you need to do. Like, I'm, I don't know. It's just, I was hoping urban, like the reason why I didn't hate the hires, because I thought he would just be like, it's my way or the highway like let's just do it like we're gonna do this mm-hmm. my way and like do this like mad scientist like college route of like yeah i'm gonna do these like unorthodox things from like an nfl standpoint and like and it might work and it might not but at least he was just doing it yeah um and i was and i'm fine with that but he's not he's just like doo doo doo, and like i don't know bevel is just a he's so bad He is, he's just not like he it's clear that the receivers can't separate and he's not changing up his scheme. And I don't know. Like it's just like, and bulky needs to be gone. And I actually think bulky is gone um, because like they, they preach speed. And like, I think they've even gotten slower as a team since last (laughs) year. Like again, they, all they preached was like, all, all we're focused on this, this offseason is getting faster. Like that's it. They're like, that's all we care about. And it's just so bad. So anyways, yeah, I'm done with it. And I just, I just don't think that it gets any better against the Titans. So uh, give me, give me the Titans at plus or I'm sorry, at minus eight and a half all day. Yep. Um, Raiders at chiefs, your team here. Uh, so they obviously played the Raiders, what three weeks ago now, um, yep. kick the shit out of them in Vegas. That's when Mahomes went went nuclear Ended up thrown for what, 400 yards and four or five touchdowns. Yeah. Um, nine and a half is just a lot. And that's what makes me worried. The chiefs besides that game, like their wins are by single digits, you know, like I, I'm going to take Vegas. Um, and this is no knock on the chiefs. I actually still, I could easily see them winning by nine points. Um, yeah. And they're for sure going to win this game. It's just double digits is just so hard to do. Uh, we talked about this way too often on this podcast. So, Give me Vegas just because I think they always by nine.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to come off as a homer, but I'm taking Kansas City. Like, anytime Derek Carr plays in Kansas City in cold weather, he just doesn't do good. Like, he's just never done well with this type of weather, especially at the end of the year like this where he doesn't really have anyone to throw to. Waller's being injured, you know what I mean? Everyone else is kind of banged up. Josh Jacobs has been banged up throughout the season, too. And when you get into this type of weather here in Kansas City, which I think is supposed to be kind of cold this Sunday, it starts to eat at you a little bit. Those hits, you know, they linger a little bit longer as the game goes on, and the Chiefs defense is playing at, like, just 100% confidence right now. I know the offenses they've been facing haven't been the best, but, like, that's okay because they're now at a point where they just trust one another on their jobs and their assignments, and they have the rotations figured out with, you know, who's in on certain situations and who can do the most. Like, Willie Gay Jr.'s looked great. Nick Bolton's good when he comes in. Anthony Hitchens looks good again honey badger's been great want thornhill's hitting hard in the offense i think this is another opportunity for them to kind of get back on track after the last couple of weeks excuse me as i hiccup my way through this just clearly hasn't been good and last week you know watching it to denver they just really had to dink and dunk their way down the field because they were just struggling with drops for whatever reason i feel like i've said reason several times on the segment so i'm sorry but like byron pringle everyone in the fan base has been wanting pringle myself included and we had to deal with those repercussions last week when he was just not becoming a key factor in the offense like we thought he would. So now they're going to have to look at someone else to kind of fill in that void because it's not McCall Hardman. It's not Demarcus Robinson. A lot of people are looking for Josh Gordon. I'm in that category too, again, but it's just, you got to find someone to rely on and it's tough because I haven't figured that out yet, but surely they will this week. So that's why I'm taking Kansas city favored by nine and a half next up, though, two teams. Sorry. That one second. Need one to... second.
1: Sorry. Sorry. I, the, again, horrible podcast by interrupting you you missed such a good opportunity when you were talking about banged up Josh Jacobs to talk about like banging other chicks and how he has like nine kids at age 23 that came out yesterday, which is
0: what I you didn't see that? Missed that. No. Yeah.
1: He has eight kids. I think with eight different women. And he, now he has a ninth on the way and he's 23 years old. He, Holy he's, shit. The new, he's the new Antonio Cromartie. Oh my God, dude, there goes all of his money. Yeah.
0: The child support for, for every single one of them.
1: Yeah, insane.
0: But he don't have. He doesn't. Oh my! He can't afford to miss time. Yeah.
1: he he needs oh that second contract God. in the worst of
0: yeah. ways. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck! Yeah. I wish yeah. I would have known. I wish I would have saw that, so I could have made that joke. Yeah. I appreciate you for helping me out there.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. In my eyes, you did say it. Actually. Well, look at that. Don't rewind me anybody. He, he he made the joke. Like I it was, did, and it was hilarious. You all missed it's your it. Your
0: fault. You missed it. Yep. But, I mean, speaking of banged up, let's talk about the New Orleans Saints here. Just not looking good. That's a team that's not even fun to watch anymore. And the New York no. Jets, that's another one. That's even worse to watch. It, it's tough to look at Zach Wilson out there and be like, oh, there's another receiver you missed. I saw someone tweet earlier in the week. It was like, you know, Zach Wilson looks good at the beginning of the game and at the beginning of the third quarter when they have these scripted plays. But anytime something goes off script or he has to make a play completely on his own, he looks uncomfortable he doesn't look like he's in the right place his mind's all over the place just not good so if you're a new york jets fan that's tough to see that's tough to hear and that's tough to watch so i'm taking new orleans favored by five and a half but i can promise you i am not watching a second of that football game
1: yeah me either Uh, i'm taking the saints and it's just because i think like one who's been a disappointment it was a big thing of like urban versus sala because of like also you know one pick versus two pick with wilson and lawrence and stuff both coaching staffs have been pretty damn bad and both yeah. teams are just really bad and like i actually don't want to put too much on Sala's coaching staff because like i think that roster is just really bad just like the jags but i just think the jags coaching staff just isn't trying to help either so um with that being said i've also taken the saints at minus five and <laughs> a half and also probably not watching this game <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, next up, though, how about this one, though? The Cowboys traveling to Washington where Dallas is favored by four. I am going to take the Cowboys, but I do wonder if Washington maybe sneaks out a win here. Like I'm taking Dallas, you know, but it's, man, these games are never easy. Like Washington always seems to have Dallas's number in some way, shape or form, you know, whether they do make it close or they bang someone up or it's. A, yeah, actually, we just snuck out a win. And Washington, they haven't looked good. They haven't been great. They haven't been awful either. They've just like they've done just enough to keep themselves in games and be efficient. And the defense has somehow been a little bit better without Chase there. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on as well. And how does that pass rush get to Dak Prescott? Ezekiel Elliott dealing with the knee injury. I just saw uh, Pollard is a game time decision. So it's uh, are the Cowboys even going to make it through the season healthy? That's another part of this that they need to keep an eye on if you're a Cowboys fan, because that team going banged up into the playoffs is never good. But again, taking Dallas here to cover for at least this, Saturday, this Sunday.
1: Yeah. I mean, Washington hasn't lost since Halloween. Yeah. It's insane. And that includes a win against the Buccaneers in that time too. Um i'm with you man like this game is super tough i actually talked about this on our on the last episode that came out today with uh on the gamblers anonymous one where it's like shit i could see this game being being dicey a little bit um my head is actually telling me to take washington um but i'm gonna take dallas just because of the wide receiver talent that it's just so hard for me to go against dak lamb cooper Gallup. um yeah, I, I got to just take Dallas, but I I do not feel good about this one. I could easily see us marking this in the sheet red <laughs> come, yep. come Sunday afternoon. So I'm
0: all right, next I'm one.
1: Sorry, go ahead. That will at least go down <clears throat> together if that's the case. Yeah, exactly. Um, Falcons at Panthers. Uh, Carolina two and a half point favorites at home against the Falcons. I'm going to take Carolina. This is going to be a very interesting game. I actually think that this is a sneaky high scoring game. I think that uh, a lot of people are going to say that like this is a low-scoring game because both teams have just been bad. I think the defenses are just bad enough that like these offenses randomly just have some big plays, and it ends up being a pretty high-scoring game.
0: I'm actually right there with you, and that's why I'm going to take Atlanta to win this game because even if it is at Carolina, that's not a very far trip for them, so that doesn't become a factor for me. And I don't know if Carolina really has a home field advantage at this point of the season but I also don't trust Cam Newton being the quarterback anymore. And I don't even think he is this next week. I think it's PJ Walker that's getting the start. Please correct me if I'm wrong there, but like Atlanta, at least you got Matt Ryan at quarterback and you got some receiver talent there with, with Kyle Pitts, and then Patterson stepping in and being efficient the way he has this season. So I'm at least going to take that over what Carolina has right now. And that's not much. So I'm rolling with Atlanta here.
1: And to reiterate, uh, Cam Newton is still the starter. He is
0: still the starter. Okay. For some reason, I thought I heard PJ Walker was getting it.
1: Yeah. Matt Rule made that up in my head. Uh, I'm not saying that it didn't, like the conversation didn't happen, but on Wednesday, Rule came out and said that it was going to be Newton that started. So, Um, okay. Moving on, we have the Seattle Seahawks at the Houston Texans. Seattle, seven and a half point favorites against the Houston Texans, who have just slowly started to fall back into like this shitty shitty team that we all thought they were and then they started looking good and then they looked bad and then all of a sudden they started co- to compete again um basically Taylor taylor's not playing so i'm not there's no way i could take the texans give me seattle at seven and a half
0: yeah i'm right there with you especially on the road with the texans having nothing and zach cunningham not being on the team too so it's just another one of these deals where what the fuck are the texans doing man like what is their plan moving forward you're getting rid of anybody you're getting rid of anybody and everybody and i don't know what your plan is moving forward their plan it, is
1: tough. their plan is they're going to find a way to trade watson next off season and they're going to be like look at all these draft picks that we have and then they're going to get fans all super excited cuz like even though they've traded away their best players but they have all these draft picks to be able to make up for it um and that's their plan and then they're going to just hope and pray that they can draft well which they're not going to <laughs>
0: I don't think they will at all. Like that's the thing is they're just awful.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Um, Lions, not the winless Lions anymore. What a win. That was epic. Um, at the Broncos, Broncos nine point favorites. Uh, I've been saying time in time out. It was just a matter of time before Javante Williams took off. He finally had the show to himself without Gordon there. And look at what he did. Almost went for 200 yards the yeah. dude is insane. He is so, so good. Um, and I think he goes off again this week. Give me Denver at minus nine. Um, I think that I think the Lions are super excited about that win, and they might take the foot off the gas just a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you for Denver, and especially Williams. I mean, being at the game Sunday, like, that dude, just every single run was so physical. And it was like – it almost got to the point where it seemed – The defense for the Chiefs was going to go, yeah, yeah, business decision here. I don't want to get rocked again. So I'm just going to kind of go for the legs here. Aim low if he jumps over me. At least I'm not getting ran over again. But I'm going to take Denver here to cover. Next up, though, the Giants traveling across the country to face the Chargers, where they are favored by 10. The Chargers, the home team, are favored by 10 here. Sorry if I confused with that being the Giants. But I'm going to take the Chargers to cover, and I'm expecting this to just be a full-on blowout of a football game.
1: Yeah, this one's this one's tough just because like if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are out, then what happens? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Parham and DFS. I said this on another on the other podcast as well. Like Parham is the guy if those two are out. Uh, honestly, even if Mike Williams is just out. Um, so that does make me a little nervous. But I mean, then on the opposite side, Giants, you're r- rolling out Jake from maybe it's either Glennon <laughs> or Jake from um, yeah. yikes. Um I actually took the under on the bet on a bet under 44. Um, and if I, if I still think that's going to happen, 10 point game is very unlikely when you're not scoring very many points. So, um, I kind of want to take the giants at minus 10. I think I'm going to, I'm going to take the giants at minus 10. Um, I don't feel great about it.
0: So you're crazy. um, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they get shut out completely.
1: I, I wouldn't either, but... I, I don't like doing this, but you've done it a couple of times this year, so I'm going to do it as well. If Allen and Williams are active, I want to take the Chargers. If both of them are active. If one of them is un- inactive, I'm still going to take the Giants. Okay. Because this number is based off of both of them being out right now. Wait, okay, say this again. If if Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both out of the game, I want to take the Giants at minus 10. If okay, you're saying those...
0: this is based on them both playing?
1: Yes. They. Okay,
0: I, I thought you said if they're both out, and that's where I was just like, huh?
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm so, with you. Yeah, so if they both play, I want Chargers. If only one of them plays or zero of them play, I will take the Giants.
0: Okay, perfect. I get you. I'm with that makes sense. Still rolling with the Chargers either way, though, because the Giants stink. Teams that also have stunk as of late, the San Francisco 49ers and the Cincinnati Bengals. For some fucking reason, San Francisco is favored by one traveling to Cincinnati. I am smashing the Bengals on this game. Fuck out of here with that 49ers bullshit.
1: Um, they. I think – well, it started out actually as the opposite. It actually started out as Bengals at minus one yesterday. Um, it's changed two points, and I'm assuming it has to do with Joe Burrow's pinky. He'll um, be all right. He's tough. He is tough. I'm not saying he's not, um, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's probably what it is. Um, yeah, you love the Bengals right now. You're all up. You're all up in that. Um, yes, sir. I think the Bengals are a better team too, but we're gonna take San Francisco one of those things that just doesn't make sense. I feel like once ever, about three or four weeks, I say one of these things and usually I'm right, actually not to toot my own horn, um, but it just doesn't make sense. Nice face. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Bengals are a better team. You just have that gut feeling sometimes that another team could win. This is it for me. I think I'm going to take San Francisco at minus one. Can't say I get it, but whatever. Next up the
0: Buffalo bills traveling to Tampa to face the Buccaneers or Tampa's favors by three and a half. I'm actually going to take Buffalo to cover this game, whether they win or not. I think this is going to be a very close game. And this is possibly one of those matchups that we could see in the Super Bowl if Buffalo can get things figured out. They haven't yet, but last weekend it's tough to put a you know any type of judgment on that Throw just because yeah, with the weather, it was tough. And that's not Buffalo's game whatsoever. So I'm not putting much stock into that win for Patriots. So, you know, kill me or whatever, see me, it's fine, whatever. But I'm taking Buffalo to actually cover this next week.
1: I'm taking Tampa Bay. I think that the Tredavious white injury is going to be a huge factor that nobody's talking about because last week they, there was literally three passes in that game. So it didn't affect the bills that much. (laughs) Um, So I think it's, I think this is the game that we notice like, Oh shit. Like that is such a huge loss for the bills. So give me Tampa Bay at minus three and a half there. Then moving on to the Monday night game, we have the Bears at the Packers. We do get Justin Fields back. I actually don't think that's a good thing. This number actually is growing dramatically. Uh, This is why I like the bet earlier in the week, because this game actually started out at 10 and a half and is all the way up to 12 and a half, which is very, very concerning. Um, 12 and a half is a ton, but I'm still going to take Green Bay. But it makes me question it a little bit more good on you if you bet early and got this at 10 and a half.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like you said, very much so. And I'm taking Green Bay here. I don't think the Bears get or stand a chance at all here, no matter who their quarterback is. I know we're excited about seeing Justin Fields here in Lambeau. It's not going to matter. Sorry, Bub. It's going to be a a rough first visit to uh, old Lambeau Field. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers all day. Let's get into these player prop bets, though. Josh Allen over under 286 passing yards. Tracy going
1: over or under on that. I am going to take the over on this one.
0: I am as well.
1: Okay. Devin um, Singletary,
0: 39 yep. rushing yards.
1: Um, I'm going to go the under on this one.
0: <sighs> yeah, I am too. I don't, I don't see them running the ball at, what at all.
1: Yeah, me either. Diggs, 81 receiving yards. If I'm going over on 286, I got to assume Diggs gets at least 81 of those.
0: Yep. Put me the same as you as well. Tom Brady, 291 passing yards. I'm actually going to take the under on that. I'm going to take the over on that. Four net, 59 rushing yards. I'll take the over on that. Ooh, buddy. I'm going to take the over. Okay, and then Evans at 65 receiving yards I'm gonna take
1: something take it over did we just oh, we have one difference this week one difference. <laughs> Woo, so I still get the so, lead no matter what <laughs> well we you well we can you can be tied for the lead how I'm up by two ain't I you're up by one 45 44 bitch. yeah
0: math counting it's difficult
1: it is difficult but hey, I mean technically you could still have the lead it's just like in quotations lead yeah yeah, yeah yeah sure yeah. yeah totally but yeah i mean you kicked my ass in that game uh last week because you went three and three which again mm-hmm. is not very good for us but you went through here i went one in five last week <laughs> it was brutal like nothing I we had that way. many differences yeah so um so that is actually how you went from it. yeah that's actually how you went from down to the lead like insane and then yeah last week i gained one on you on the spread so Um, but man, that,
0: and we had several differences on the spread too, last week, just so I gave myself the opportunity to catch up.
1: Yeah. I think we had, I think I wrote it down. It was like six or seven differences last week and we kind of just kept splitting them. And then eventually I, I, I got lucky at the end. So, um, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see how this goes. Um, I see you're highlighting total fantasy points. Um, bet that should just
0: just be a, that should just be a wash.
1: Do you want to just, do you want to transfer Venmo me my money right now? Or how much was it? There's $20.
0: Yeah. Give me next week. The way my bank account works out. You're fine. You're fine. To to transfer my savings to my checking, it's about three days. And then for my checking to use, it takes another two. So it's it's Yeah, totally. For sure.
1: Maybe I should just hold this on. And so then when we make another bet, we can just do double or nothing. And it just makes it easier for me. Okay.
0: I don't like how confident you sound on that. Like, that's what really just worries me.
1: Yeah, well, every time we make a bet, that's literally why I say thanks for the free money, bitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? Fuck you. But okay, that's fair. That that history shows that that's a fair. (laughs) It's a fair. History has (laughs) yet to lie. Oh man, but yeah. Anyways, that bet everybody was fantasy points. I had Mark Andrews. He had Noah Fant, and yikes, that has been that has been very lopsided in one way. You know.
0: Excuse me through my yawn there. It's just tough when Vic Fangio is trying to save his job and he plays a quarterback who just doesn't want to throw the fucking football to anyone else but a running back. So it's whatever.
1: It is whatever, you know, shit happens. God
0: forbid Drew Locke play quarterback. I mean, my God, who knows what would have happened Sunday night if he would have got an opportunity with that game over in the end of the fourth. Couldn't tell you.
1: Drew Locke came in last game and he looked fucking awful.
0: Well, yeah, because he hasn't gotten any first-team reps and has probably not been doing anything in practice.
1: Yeah, I mean, he still looks bad. Now,
0: so. that's still partially his fault, but. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, backup quarterback is not prepared. Not his fault. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, he's not working at all, so why in the heck would I let him in the game? No, that's a fair point, Vic. All right, cool. That's
1: a fair point. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. So, All right, everybody, that does it for us. Uh, good luck to everybody that's one in your already locked up in a uh, fantasy playoff spot. Two, if you haven't better luck next year, three, if you're fighting for it in this final week, um, good luck to you this weekend. And that does it for us tonight. So everybody. Talking football.